Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, America, and thanks for coming. I'm Seth. I'm Jamal. Oh. And I'm Stony. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, do we not all get big entrances this week, or is that just you? That's just me. <laughs> it's my it shape on like girls I... straight from drag yeah. I knew you were a witch there you go <laughs> yeah actually it wasn't from drag con I just like I you were know. inspired by the shade button you saw on fashion photo review exactly <laughs> I guess someone's feeling extra shady today <laughs> yeah he whipped out the button y'all it was a tough episode. <laughs> yeah, girl, it was a tough episode. We are recording on Friday, so I just wanted to wish you guys a uh, happy holiday and may the 4th be with you. May the 4th yes. be with you. <laughs> that is yes, so girl. Somebody had a t-shirt on in the store that said that. And you were confused. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Star Wars Day, girl. <laughs> what is your favorite Star Wars movie, Seth? Ooh. Any movie in which Kylo Ren is shirtless. Hot. <laughs> Hot. I know enough to know what I'm that into is. I'm into that. Okay. <laughs> I am not, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, a more serious answer would probably be, like, Return of the Jedi. Like, like a basic bitch yeah i would say well first off jamal do you have a favorite star wars? i don't jamal know doesn't I, know what I, star I don't, wars is <laughs> I, don't, like I hate star trek no i can't tell you all the movies names so i don't know if i have a favorite okay. that's a no right what's your i love episode one just kidding <laughs> Um, <laughs> Nobody like why well, like episode one, just not Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that whole movie is trash, but yeah, everybody hates. Her. I would probably say um, Empire Strikes Back, and just as like a close <laughs> second, I actually really like the Force Awakens, like the the remake or the the remake yeah. of New Hope or whatever. Um, <laughs> that, that was really good. She. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I, well, I like um, Return of the Jedi. It's a really good story, and Jabba the Hutt's cool. And I actually have been to um, where they filmed the Moon of Indoor scene with the Ewoks. Really? Yeah, girl. I, it's north of San Francisco. It's called the Avenue of the Giants, and it's where like the largest redwood trees are in, oh. ca- in Northern California. And I drove through there once. That has to be amazing. It was real cool. And it was also making my anxiety go crazy. <laughs> because it's a, very, it's a very windy road and lots of tall ass trees. Yeah, that sounds so cool, though. Did you see one of the Ewoks? I did. I put him in the trunk of my car, but when I got to my destination, it was dead. So I just kicked it out. Girl, that is an endangered species. Like, you didn't at least taxidermize it? Uh, no. I just put it in a trash can and buried it in a uh, shallow grave. Girl, this is an A&E documentary right here. (laughs) (laughs) This is making a murderer part two. (laughs) 
Call me Netflix. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think that's enough nerdy talk. Um, you know, we got to draw in our nerdy gaze this yes, episode. Yes. Um, so should we get on with the show? Is there anything exciting going on in your lives that you want to share with the crowd? Ugh. Are you guys pregnant? Not yet. Um, not pregnant, but we're sick together. How does that sound? <laughs> yeah, we have, a sh- we have a strep throat baby currently. Mm. So that hasn't been fun, but I guess I got a extra day this weekend. Holla. <laughs> Turn yeah, it up so. with the <laughs> That's right. Were you drinking the scissor this weekend, guys? <laughs> yeah, I am right now. Yeah, I'm drinking like a bottle of Dimetap as we speak. Ooh, girl, that's my favorite flavor. <laughs> it's great. I can't even feel my throat now. <laughs> oh, did you say that it was grape that you can't feel your throat right now? <laughs> because that's what I heard. <laughs> Let's put it on oh, a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's put on a t-shirt. Speaking of merch first, I guess. <laughs> Segway. Yes, um, yes, yes. I like your reed hat the reed yes i love this dad hat it's my reed 420 hat it's cool it's no green. no one can see it um but it is a nice hunter green with the uh the what do you call it the they're um kid fury and crystals like um emojis like if you can emojis, build your own yeah. emojis yeah yeah I was like, I don't know how to do it, but I'm like having a mild seizure right now, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That would be terrible. But, well, I yeah. forget the app name. I remember there was an app that made this specific look for those, but I forget the Bitmoji. name. Bitmoji. Bitmojis? Maybe. Maybe it was. I don't know. There's too many damn apps. But yeah, I love this hat. It's comfortable, and I didn't want to do my hair today, so it's perfect. Yeah, girl. Well, anyways, should we get into the show now? Yeah, let's yeah. dive into this drama. Let's go, girls. I'm really trying to make it stick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um. So we start at the top of the show just after Blair St. Clair was eliminated. Yes. Ooh. Bye, Blair. Bye, girl. Thanks for By coming. By the way, they haven't even posted her Watch a Packin' with Michelle Visage. What is going on? Oh, I know. Oh, they're on the slow train, I think. I don't know. I don't know, but I was annoyed. I've been looking for it all week. I keep going back to YouTube, and it's not there. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. maybe they're holding it for copyright issues? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe Whatever. they're just delayed. <laughs> Maybe Blair thought that literally they they were wanting to know what she was packing and she got naked and then they had to throw all the film away. Very possible. <laughs> <laughs> like this ain't that kind of movie, girl. No. <laughs> uh, anyways. No. <laughs> so um post her elimination. Mm-hmm. Monique talks about, you know, a little bit more about not having money. Yeah. They are showing her close up and you could literally see the double sided tape on her chest to hold yeah. up her garment. I noticed that as well. I noticed that two pieces of scotch tape there. <laughs> you know what? If anything, I think Monique really shows that anyone can do drag. Like I could just go tape some fabric to my body 
and then I'll wear <laughs> Asia's fish mask, <laughs> and then I'm good to go. <laughs> drag on a dime. Yeah, girl. She's been doing that drag on a dime competition this whole damn season. I know. She's been hanging on for dear life, too. She's Ugh. been doing like two challenges every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She really has. <laughs> um, so nothing else too eventful happens. Mm-hmm. Next, we move into the mini challenge, which is the Paris is Burning challenge. Yes, the library is open. The library's open. Yes. Because reading is what? Fundamental. 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 <laughs> Read, read, read. Do you guys have any favorite reads from the challenge while you're wearing the read hat? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked um, how Eureka was just like to Cameron, just fuck me. <laughs> I don't have a read for you. Just fuck me, please. <laughs> I was like, yes, thirsty queen. Yeah, girl. Stand I mean, she in your said truth. What everyone else thought. <laughs> yeah. Who else had a good one? There was. Um, it was um, Asia talking to Monet, if I remember correctly, about the Amazon and how she oh, got yeah. her teeth off Amazon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was to Asia from Monet? Yeah, that's what it was. Monet to Asia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My favorite one was Aquarius. Monique, you've got a heart of gold, a voice of an angel, and a hairline that looks like it's been fucked with a weed whacker. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was I like laughed. the top line. I laughed me. at that one. <laughs> I actually liked uh, one that one from Cameron Michaels about Monet Exchange. Like, Rue, I, I would have asked for a refund. Like, I thought that was that's for a full yeah. refund. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That was really good. Um, and if you notice, they sped like through like the vixen because she wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. Ugh. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, girls. What did you think about the vixen this week? <laughs> I'm so <sorry>. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Monet mentions that the, about a joke about Cracker having to fuck Bob the drag queen to get to the top. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you see how everybody fell out? Girl, there's some truth to that. And yeah. I need to know what happened. Me too. Yeah. My thoughts. Exactly. I was like, damn. Because all, all, the, you, all the bitches fell out. Like you knew, did. you knew there was some truth in that. All you Reddit hoes, tell us what that means. Spill the tea. <laughs> Upvote it. <laughs> yeah, upvote. I'm re-upping. <laughs> um, I actually, so this is another one that I thought was funny was Eureka at the end when she was like, have fun, just like calling me fat. She was basically oh, just like yeah. rating everyone for like, just like, okay, come up with something better, bitches. I like, did like that. Yeah. That was smart. That yeah. was really smart. Yeah, that was kind well of placed. deflect a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like they show the vixen be like relying on that body fat, and then no one thought it was funny. <laughs> I know, I know. Ugh, I I'm sorry, y'all. I just I, I have no positive sounds for the vixen. Girl, I thought she was changing. I thought she was about to get her redemption story arc edit. I know. However, <laughs> we nope. got that the... shit turned real fast. <laughs> This I was honestly 
surprised she didn't get voted off because she was getting like the voted off edit this episode. <laughs> oh, I know. We can get into that later because yeah. had had something been a little different about that lip sync, I think that she would have gone home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> So Eureka wins. Yeah, this is always a challenge. fun challenge. Yeah, I love the the reading challenge, and in some some years it kind of disappoints, but this season I thought it was pretty good overall. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, girl. So now we move on to the snatch game. It is snatch game, people. We Woo, have arrived. Snatch game episode. Woo, Woo girl. Um, Bianca Del Rio guest stars in this segment, uh, you know, to yeah. say all the shady things RuPaul won't. <gasps> there was a lot of shade in this segment, girl. <laughs> I had to do it just for Bianca. <laughs> I think Bianca kind of took it easy on them. I did too. She kind of gave them like, she dropped some like, are you sure, bitch? Like hints, but not as much as I thought she would have being Bianca. Yeah, she would. Cause I mean, I just saw her, um, her tour, you know, if maybe a month ago or whenever it was, and she was super hateful. So this was definitely a different Bianca than I saw. <laughs> maybe it's like VH1. They like edited all of her like hateful shit out. Oh no, do you think so? They just like cut and paste all that shit together. <laughs> Bianca does curse a lot, so she was probably like, "The vixen, you're a hateful kind," and then they had to cut it all out. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I can't be- believe I didn't learn to st- to not do my Bianca Del Rio impression from the last time <laughs> i was like i immediately I just shuddered <laughs> yeah i'm terrible at impressions uh, yeah i'm yeah. not trying any of that <laughs> same <laughs> so they're going around the workroom checking out everybody's characters oh i thought it was interesting actually that it's it sounded like they had the queens prepare two characters and then they could go around and tell Rue and Bianca, oh, I'm gonna, like, this is one option, this is another option. Oh. And then they could go from there based on Rue's advice. You know, that's a good point because in the past, the queens would only talk about, you know, the one that they were going to do for sure. And then they would change, like, if they would panic, like, oh crap, like, this is not going to work. And then and they switch. would change it last minute. So this time, all of the queens did have, like, two, right? Yeah, I think so. They I don't think they showed two for everyone. Like, they didn't show a different one for Monique, I don't think. Uh-huh. And with um, Cameron, or Vixen, Ms. and Monet. Yeah. Or, yeah, or with Ms. Cracker, either. So there were, like, some that were strong, some that didn't even get, like, a close-up segment. They just announced what they were going to be prior to it. Yeah. That is interesting, though, because that gives them more of an opportunity for, like, the judges to be like, you should go in this direction because this is a stronger one. Yeah, and a lot of the queens looked like they were struggling as Rue and Bianca were talking to them. Oh, yeah. Tons of fumbles. Like, we got a few that wasn't funny. (laughs) There were a lot of that wasn't funny. (laughs) Yeah, and it's Snatch Game, too, so it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, girl. Um, So we find out Eureka is going to do Honey Boo Boo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was so perfect when she was saying divine or honey boo boo i was like please, please do, do honey, honey boo boo yes that is so 
good. Me too. I was on the couch like, honey, boo-boo, bitch. I'm like, why has no one ever done this? And like, Eureka's perfect because she looks like a big fucking baby anyway. Yeah. (laughs) And she just did well when she was a big baby. So she shouldn't have like, you know, felt confident in that. Right. The next we find out Monique is going to be Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Uh, okay, so I was a little excited for this, but you, you have to do your homework with somebody like this. Yeah, see, I don't think of Maxine Waters as being very funny. Um, right. She just says, she just drops knowledge on you, and she's very, you know, right. You know, she, what she says is very smart, and, mm-hmm. and but I just don't see her as funny. Yeah, it'd be hard to make her funny for one. And two, if you're trying to make her funny, how do you spend that material to make it entertaining to this audience? Yeah, I think Monique's technique was just yelling, reclaiming my time into the microphone as often as she could. Yeah, and it was annoying as fuck. I know. Well, part of it was Asia and Vixen's fault, (laughs) but (laughs) we'll get there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We find out that Eureka O'Hara is going to be Whitney Houston with the powdered sugar. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And did you notice... um... Rue kind of shut that down. Yeah, girl, you can't do that on VH1. <laughs> and see, that's what I thought. It I was, was confused. Like, I'm like, why? Like, is it was it just like a legal thing? Were they going to get sued? Or well, they just don't want to show drug use, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's exactly it because oh, it's a branding thing. This is like a VH1. Yeah, like, and and RuPaul too. Like RuPaul doesn't want like her show associated with like drugs being done, like drug acts being uh, done on the show. This is a family show, Stony. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. instead, she decides she's going to be Beyonce. And yes. since we have like our resident Beyonce expert here on oh, our panel, I'm sure Jamal will have lots of opinions on on this and then Vixen's Blue Ivy character. Both of them, yes. Lots of notes. <laughs> yes. I got <laughs> lots of notes. <laughs> oh, man. I honestly um, feel bad for both of them because I know the beehive is going to just be like all over their Shredding ass. them. Shredding so, them. So good luck to you girls. <laughs> Hold on to your edges. The, the vixens' catchphrases become "Don't poke the bear," but what they didn't learn, didn't know, was that a real phrase should be "Don't poke the beehive." That girl, is you right, bitch. Stung. Because here we come. We are just getting started, vixen. We've all seen Winnie the Pooh. We know how this ends. So. <laughs> <laughs> With your fat ass head in a, in a, in a bees, whatever nest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh girl next we find out Ms. Cracker is going to be someone named Dorothy Parker <laughs> now the only I did not I know, know who my this was <laughs> the only Dorothy I know went to the Wizard of Oz so. Dorothy was my grandmother was Dorothy your grandmother too yeah that's cool I didn't know that Maybe <gasps> my grandma's name was Dorothy's Stoney and I are brothers, long lost brothers. Oh my oh, god. Oh my god. Oh, You've heard it here, girl. Ancestry.com. Sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> Get that plug. <laughs> so I took the time to look up Dorothy Parker's Wikipedia page. You're such a good viewer. Ooh. She was Tell born. Us about her. All right. Her name was Dorothy. Rothschild, and she eventually became known as Dorothy Parker, born on August 22nd. 
1893, died on June 7th, 1967. Wow. She was an American wow. poet, writer, critic, and satirist, best known for wit, wise cracks, and I for 20th century urban, I don't know how to pronounce that word, Folabies, Fulbos, I don't know. Oh. Some type oh. of witchcraftery, but... Um, <laughs> anyway, when she died, she donated her entire estate to Dr. Martin Luther King. Whoa. Congratulations, girl. Yeah. So... It's like, here's a mansion. <laughs> I, I, there's no like a shit, whole bunch right? of stuff that happened during her life, too. I just... I, that's a lot to read right now, so... Damn. Well, thanks for doing the homework for the people. Yeah. We, we I feel educated now. I know. It's kind of like drunk history. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of... <laughs> Gay Drunk History. <laughs> Gay Drunk History. <laughs> With Dor- Here, we're, today we're talking about Dorothy Parker. <laughs> she is an urban and lyricist that wrote Big Pimpin' and H to the Izzo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you heard it here oh, first. God. <laughs> She's so good. I love her work. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who else do we have? Next, we have Aquaria, who's going to be Melania Trump. Yes. Okay. So I was a little on the fence about this one because I don't know. Like, we're just, we're still getting to know Aquaria, like, seeing who the real Aquaria is. Mm-hmm. So I thought this could go, this is going to be really good or really bad. Yeah. I was, well, I mean, remember last week I predicted her to be the one going home this week or one of the options to go home. Yeah. And I was wrong. <laughs> so. I'll admit it. (laughs) I think she had the shake she needed, and she just kind of reeled it in this week. I thought it was awesome. Like her Melania was great. Yeah, (laughs) she was really funny when she was, you know, like hand in the help me know, (laughs) (laughs) bringing that meme to life. Uh, I didn't understand the joke about the Michelle Obama like name tag did you guys oh yeah that? so if you look at like her first lady speeches and then compare them side by side with michelle obama's they're almost um, damn damn they're the same yeah it was at the that's what the reference was yeah it was it was like at the rnc like the the national convention they do yeah. she like completely just like basically stole like plagiarized michelle obama's like they just they literally like did a college style and just changed like a few of the words like they went to thesaurus.com and picked a different word (laughs) and put copy and paste and then she read it in college (laughs) (laughs) i could be the i could be the first lady (laughs) right that's right we could all be first ladies i mean just find some idiot (laughs) asshole to marry i guess (laughs) I'm gonna marry Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so good job, Aquaria. You did a good job. Yes. And now we find. Well, they didn't. I was so mad because they showed Monet in her crazy wig the whole time. And it took me the second watch to see that she said that she was going to be Maya Angelou before uh-huh. we really got too far into that segment. Yep, yep. I was looking for that too. I thought I'd missed it, but kind of like you, the second time through, I caught it. I was like, how are you going to show her wearing this crazy wig the whole damn time, but not talk not, to her? Yeah, not saying anything to her. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been some really funny interaction between Rue, Bianca, and... Uh, Monet, they could be like, "Oh, are you going to be Beethoven or like maybe Benjamin Franklin or something?" You know, like right. 
Just based off the wig alone, yeah. Yeah. Missed opportunities. Choices. <laughs> Lowered expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Mad um, TV reference. <laughs> Mad TV. All three of our listeners didn't understand. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I love that show. That joke was so dry, like your vagina. Hi, <laughs> girl. Where's the shape of the it? Let me find this. Let me load this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Do me to do my line one more time And then you can press your shade button <laughs> No need <laughs> The shade is here girl <laughs> That was oh, great gosh. Um, We didn't get a, a segment But the vixen is going to be blue ivy Which is ironic because the vixen is also a child Yeah <laughs> Crazy isn't it <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Yet, for some reason, she's calling other people children on the runway. And also, Blue Ivy has more manners than the Vixen, so girl, oh bye, God. for real. Girl, bye. And uh, Cameron Michaels is going to be China. Um, mm-hmm. The former WWF wrestler, rest in peace. Yeah, we got a blip of that um, camera revealing that I thought character. this was, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, Cameron didn't have to do that much. Like, she has the look already, so. Yeah, she's got the look down. After she did that character, I like for the whole rest of the episode, like the runway and everything. I was like, "Oh, this is China!" Like, like yeah, the I just whole time, not right? See it. Yeah, yeah. It's the way she does her makeup already. Like, she can easily achieve that China look, and she knows yeah. enough about her to make her funny. I wonder if she's like really is like a like a China stan. She may be. I wouldn't be surprised the way she's in the gym and bodybuilds. You know? Yeah. Maybe, but I just don't think of China as being very funny, but, and I don't necessarily think that the way she played China was really funny. Like, no, I definitely think she just got by, like, basically, yeah, like, stood out, you, besides the look. Enough yeah. to be safe. You didn't suck, like, I mean, like, Blue Ivy and Beyonce were just so bad that it's like, okay, well, at least this bitch kept it together. Yeah, you gave her a like, train wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we can maybe just talk about a few moments from the Snatch Game that maybe stood out to you. I the first one I was going to talk about was um, the Vixens Blue Ivy, like sh- saying that she wants to go home because everyone's poor, old, and fat. <laughs> and then Eureka's like, "Yo, Mama." <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. A way to turn like something crappy from the Vixen into like pure gold by Eureka. Yeah, like, the Vixen should be thanking her for like making her somewhat funny by association. Exactly. Dude, yeah, and the Vixen, you can just tell the whole snatch game that she was just letting Eureka's like little tiny successes get to her. <laughs> The Vixen just thinks she's some, like, sort of diva that she is not. Yeah, it's just not good. Like, just the whole Blue Ivy performance. I was telling Stoney, again, shout out to the read, because nobody knows what Blue Ivy's personality is. But the way the read talks about Blue Ivy, they do it in a way that she's, like, running Beyonce's career. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. funny because she's, like, what, six or seven this child yeah <laughs> so they'll, she's they'll, in charge. they'll say things like um why is your lip shade this color i know this is just just rehearsal but 
this is my mom's show, and you are out of line. I need you to go in there and get that lip shade right. And Beverly, I need you to get those eight counts in line. It needs to be tight. <laughs> you know, See, that silly, been funny. silly shit like that. Like, just imagine yeah. Blue Ivy running Beyonce's career. But clearly the Vixen does not listen to the Reed podcast, so she has not done her homework. <laughs> right. Well... And that's the thing is that the Vixen was counting on her facial expressions to carry her through Snatch Game. Yeah. And girl, that's not how Snatch Game works. Like, you need to say funny jokes. And then you can't get mad at people walking over you while you're just making stupid facial expressions and, like, licking a spoon the whole time. Right. And she said it herself. Like, I know all the Blue Ivy memes. This is not a meme competition, bitch. Yeah, also, this like, is a meme game. It's just, how, I don't understand like how you make Blue Ivy funny. Like Blue Ivy isn't out here like on the Honey Boo Boo show, like making right. a full. Like you don't really know what blue how Blue Ivy like acts or anything. Mm-hmm. Like and also Beyonce. Like how do you make Beyonce funny? Like she's not yeah. done anything crazy. You like, only see her on stage. She doesn't really have like this crazy personality right. or persona. It's like you guys are totally wasting your time. To make Beyonce funny, mm-hmm. you have to say nice things that are slightly pointed while smiling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make Beyonce funny. Like, like it's not gonna be like overtly funny, but uh-huh. it's the subtleties. The looks and, right. <laughs> and I think the biggest mistake really was that they were relying on each other as a mm-hmm. shtick. Like, yeah, and that like, was it. And Asia's Beyonce was just so, like, harsh and, like, peppery. And it's like, that is not the queen. The hive is going to get you. I hope you have your calamine lotion. Girl, it's going to sting. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They should not have relied on each other quite as much. Like, maybe play a couple moments to each other. But they were basically, like, trying to write a sketch for just them. Yeah, and it didn't work because, as we know, the Vixen and Asia as a pair do not rehearse. Right. They just rely on glitter and Jesus. Glitter and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, I mean, Asia looked very Beyonce. So, like, mm-hmm. looks wise, A+. Plus. Execution overall, yeah. blah. The I don't know. Um, Alex Trebek is, like, a guest. Uh, oh, yeah. That was wild. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw Rue on jeopardy last week Uh so now they're returning the favor and coming back yeah yeah i caught that connection as well miss crackers dorothy parker was funny i think she had her small moments but it was okay yeah it wasn't as good as i thought it should be though yeah it was like kind of funny but it still kept the the flow going yeah yeah, um so there were no awkward like when um when Rue asked Monique what district is Maxine from and she just starts laughing you know oh I know that was like Compton yeah that was bad I um one of the things I really loved was um when I think it was Cameron was like answering a question about whore something about old whore and like pointed to melania and melania was like oh this must be why my like husband always complains about china i was just like yes that's hilarious i was like way to go aquaria like on your feet that was that was hilarious i was i was laughing pretty hard very clever that was very funny 
I thought it was really another really awkward Beyonce moment was when they were doing like that lemonades when she was doing her like lemonade speech about how Jay cheated on her. Oh, that was so awkward. Like, girl, what are you trying to do with this answer? I felt like I was Asia so hard. <laughs> yeah, I felt like Asia was like being like super Beyonce fan about it. Like, like here's like her entire like fact sheet about how lemonade is awesome. Girl, bye. It was like. <laughs> No, like, we're just yeah. here watching the it's show. It's not going to work in Snatch Game Queen. <laughs> no, it wasn't funny. It just came off kind of, like, bitter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I why know. is she so angry? She, like, loves her job. That's, like, the most cliche, cliche joke you can make about Lemonade. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's like she didn't even try and go any deeper than <laughs> this, the the top layer of lemonade. Yeah, this is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> she didn't even get to the sugar that's all sunk down to the bottom. Goodness gracious. So I thought um, the highlight, though, for sure was Honey Boo Boo. Oh, yeah. Highlight character for sure. Honey Boo Boo for me as well. Mm-hmm. The fact that she would like... I don't know, the whole drawing on your stomach thing, and then, like, she was, like, making voices <laughs> with her belly, and then, like... She uh, drew on her face. And like, drew on her face. Yeah. Magic, magic <laughs> yeah. marker. And the beginning, like, she cleanse. was like, I'm Alana, and I'm a beauty queen. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, so on point, and she had her, like, pixie sticks and her go- go-go juice. I know, the go-go juice. She had all the details down. It was fun. It was light. All the of her... that was missing was like her skeddy. Oh yeah, that fucking <laughs> pasta she loves. Ugh. Don't they put like but sugar on it? I don't know. I think know. it's like butter. They just put like a crap ton of butter on it basically. It's oh, just noodles and God. butter. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what Paula Dean calls soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey boo boo is the wind for me. Definitely. It was yeah, well I thought um I don't want to gloss over Monet because I thought Monet's My Angelou was fantastic. Oh yeah, let's yeah, I agree. Let's not that skim over too. that. She was she was really funny. Even um well, in judging Michelle acknowledges that as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I thought she was like a strong leader in that snatch game also. Mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. say top 3 is probably Monet, Aquaria, and Eureka. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. For sure, that would be my 3. I loved when um when Monet uh, recited the poem. <laughs> yeah, her <laughs> soliloquy. Yeah. May I read you a poem? Because <laughs> <laughs> my Angela ain't no punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Read my... Uh... <laughs> yes. I was living for her. Like, honestly, I don't think she got enough credit because that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. She's She's kind of on her comeback, though, right? She is. She is. I was just going to say, Monet's stepping her pussy up. Yeah, good for her, because she definitely struggled out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was struggling. She's doing a lot better now. Aquarius doing better now. Yeah, Aquarius doing really well. Vixen might get weeded out next week after her bad attitude this week. I don't know, girl. I, so. I said, remember, I feel like I said this at the beginning of the season, that... Vixen is going to be this, like, girl that is here in fifth place, like, top five, and we're all going to be like, why is she still here? Like, I have this feeling. Only fifth alternate. <laughs> <sighs> she's going to be here. I'm, like, nervous because she's, I don't know. She just keeps getting by. Yeah. See, this is my thing before we get into too much hate for the Vixen. I think I see a lot of talent in her future, 
I don't think she has her new Vixen character fully realized yet. Um, so I think in like a few years, I think she's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know. I could be crazy. I mean, but I want to believe that sh- she's going to be good. <laughs> I think she will. I think she's probably just really immature. I mean, I would hope so after at least she watches herself on this season, just keeping it 100. Yeah, she's on her like kissy kissy tour now, trying to be super nice to people on social media. I'm sure. And she like will. giving props to all her sisters and like. Mm. Except to Charlie. <laughs> Didn't she, like, come after Charlie? Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Girl. Even, well, did you get that um, Monique did a little Charlie dig at the end, too? Yes, I caught that. (laughs) She said, at least I didn't just stand there. Yeah. Yeah, girl. (laughs) I was, like, living for that. (laughs) I caught that right away. (laughs) And mad props for her for at least trying, you know. I don't, why was she not even learning the lyrics why didn't she i know i said that too when i was watching untucked i was like she doesn't even have the earbuds in like what the hell is she doing i wonder if she thought she was just really like good enough that she was not even a question to be in the bottom two yeah i wonder if she was just like the vixen got shredded so i don't need to worry probably i don't know damn girl she pulled a valentina on us (laughs) um so then at the end of Snatch Game, they have Bianca reprise her Judge, Judge Judy character. Yes, Judge Judy comes back for a split second. <laughs> yeah, girl. I fun. was so happy. Yeah. yeah. That was an iconic Snatch Game character. She was so great on her season well, as Judge Judy. I was thinking like season six Snatch Game was pretty lit, right? Because wasn't it? Yeah. It was Judge, it was uh, Bianca, Bendela Krim was Adore there. Delano. Adore. Yeah, Adore. So that's Courtney. like Laganja. Yeah, like think how iconic because the door did right? uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bianca did Judge Judy, and then um, uh, Ben de la Creme did uh, the Maggie Smith. Oh yeah, right? yeah. that Maggie Smith. But like that was hilarious. Yeah. So great. <laughs> I'm like, damn! I need to rewatch the season six snatch game again. Yeah, girl. People were like, this was such a bad Snatch Game. And I was like, what what Snatch Game are you guys watching? Because I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, and Nick, um, our resident hetero, said it was the worst Snatch Game ever. Yeah, I don't believe you. Well, Those are lies. <laughs> I think the top, like, the top people were good, were really good. And I think the bottom people were really bad. Uh-huh. There was yeah. no middle. Yeah. There was no middle. <clears throat> It was up or down. There was yeah. There's no middle. Yeah, because I really just found myself gravitating towards the up moments, like the honey boo boo and like the fun, the actual funny Melania material. Like all that was really entertaining. Yeah, and I mean, even the down moments were well. Some of them were memorable for just being so down, <laughs> just so such yeah. a mess that it was memorable. <laughs> Like, yeah. People are going to remember Asia for being a horrible Beyonce. Yeah, and her and um, Vixen's interaction as the pair. <laughs> it was just yeah. bad. It was just yeah. bad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then as we're going out, Monique yells, reclaiming my time once more just for good measure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, uh, Monique. Girl. We love you, Monique, but damn. Yeah, and then we get back into the workroom, and Monique was like, oh, I gave Milani lots of setups for good lines. 
Oh. Aqu- <laughs> Aquaria comes back and says, well, it's not my job to make your Snatch Game good, girl. That's right. And she said, I'm just kidding with you, but you know there was some truth behind that shit because... She wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah, Monique clutched her pearls, too, for a second. You could see it on her face. Yeah. I just I just don't understand because Aquaria did really well in Snatch Game and Monique uh-huh. did not. And you don't have to play off of each other. Like, And that's Aquaria is exactly right. Like, I'm going to focus on what I'm doing. Well, and that's why Eureka was successful, too, because the Vixen tried to throw a bomb in her face, and, and Eureka's like, bam, deflected. Yeah, <laughs> your mama. <laughs> your mama. <laughs> your mama, yeah. So it's like you got to be quick. you got to be ready for anything. Like, yeah. And come they, on, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Vixen says that she was like, wants to get a positive critique, and it's like, does she think that she did well enough for a positive critique? <laughs> like, does she feel good about Blue Ivy? You have no <sighs> self-awareness if you thought that was good, girl. Yeah. This is the second time when she thought she was safe last week, and she was lip-syncing. Yeah, she's just delusional, the Vixen. Like, she's just on... I mean, props to her self-confidence, but whatever throne she's sitting on, she needs to hop off. Yeah, girl. Let the real queen be sit on there. She just doesn't get it. Like, she's just immature. She's focused on all the wrong things. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And It's like, that was not a good... That was not a good performance. Just say it. That's fine. It was <laughs> not good. <laughs> and then they get back to getting ready... Uh, or they're back in the workroom, and the Vixen brings up that Eureka is walking all over everyone and wasn't professional and should have hold, held back more i guess oh that, yeah like, i'm so yeah, tired of these girls here on this season because they seriously think that like you need to like quiet down to let the other person like do better and it's like no like the whole point of this shit is like you're trying to outshine and yeah. like show you're the top talent you are trying to stand out eureka was not talking over anybody she was interacting and engaging like she was supposed to in snatch game and vixen was just a little bitter because she did it better <laughs> yeah well and, and eureka says well you can't blame me that i was you know shining so well and vixen says well i'm not blaming you It's like, okay, well, why are we talking about it then? Like, why'd you bring it up? Right, exactly. Just, you want a bitch. You just want a bitch to bitch. And it's about me, so you really want a bitch. I think she was just seeking for, like, some, like, compliments. Like, fishing for compliments or something. I don't... Because she was feeling not confident in her performance. Yeah, who knows? She's just so abrasive. Like, I don't know. If you're a friend... Yeah, she's just not a friend. I can't even continue. She just seems so negative about everything. Like, it doesn't matter what she's doing. Like, it always goes to a dark place. Yeah, I think it just annoys me that she doesn't try to hear the other person. Because any other season, well, maybe not all, but, you know, most seasons, they'd they'd be like, good girl, you know, good job. You know, you slayed that. That was so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But not fixing. You didn't let me talk enough, but you said you were just wanting to give facial expressions because you studied memes. Yeah. What is what <laughs> is it, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Dude, what What do you expect? Like, everyone, be quiet. I'm gonna do a facial expression now. Right. Like, <laughs> Don't speak. I'm I'm voguing. <laughs> oh gosh. And Monet actually points out that Asia was really the one walking all over people, like trying yeah. to be mean Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, and then she said that whoever um, sees this, Beyonce, needs to call CPS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. When did Beyonce get so mean? Someone needs to call CPS. <laughs> she said, that is not cute. <laughs> Woo. Then, or someone asked, did they do political performances? And this is kind of like something interesting. I don't, I was kind of wanting to hear your guys' opinions on she talks about doing political the vixen does political performances where she throws it in white people's faces like you know what you did stoney and i talked about this earlier i um, think that i don't know the vixen just doesn't seem to put the puzzle pieces together you know and we're talking like you know the 25 piece puzzle <laughs> yeah like She's these are like a half the, a piece <laughs> yeah these are the people that come out to see you and support you and you shouldn't be like throwing you shouldn't say that you're throwing this in their face like maybe you say you want to remind them or educate but you don't want to like just throw it in somebody's face to be an asshole yeah when she said that i was like uh like i started getting me thinking i was like oh like should i not be like tipping black drag queens or something because i'm white well that and it's like you want the people that support you to keep supporting you. So, like, you need to get your message across in a more educated and mature fashion. And I get the whole, like, white fragility, white guilt aspect of this argument, but I don't think you need to do that to the people that are out there to see the drag show to support you. Like, you can send the message and still have a good time, but now is not that moment to, like, project your hatred for you know the hashtag not all white people that you're trying to do this to i was just gonna say i think she needs to do it more like what beyonce does because i think that's kind of like what we were saying about baychella a little bit yeah and like formation and all of that just like you know the video and the formation video there's a scene with um all of the white cops facing this black kid in a hoodie holding his hands up you know, that's kind of how you do it. You show it through your yeah. art that way. You send a message. You don't do it to throw it in their face because yeah. guess what? You're just coming off as that angry black queen you want to preach to us about. Yeah, well, that is the title of her act, isn't it? <laughs> Seems like I, it. In Chicago. Oh, sh- Ooh, girl, Ooh, my bad. Down. <laughs> um, <laughs> what were you going to say, Stoney? I think it's just... It's just very immature and very, like, rude of her. Like, it just doesn't... To me, it's like, okay, you want to do this message, and, like, that's great. I think it's wonderful that you're, like, you know, uh, educating and informing people. But you can do it in a way, like we talked about, like, do it in a way that's, you know, mature and more, like, respectful and intelligent. Like, (laughs) it just makes you look like you know you're on the Maury Povich show or something like doing like something just like completely outlandish Mm -hmm. it's like you need to just like have a little more class and like realize what you're doing and what you're like trying to like do yeah and even that's like a little touchy because people are like you know you hear you say like something like class to somebody in like south side chicago it won't go over well but yeah what you're Mm -hmm. what you're saying is like be a human right present it in a human way where it's you're on the same level you're listening to each other the vixen never wants to hear what others think or say or how they feel 
Right. So if she can't even do that, she's clearly not capable of having conversations like this. Definitely not. And like when she said that, it got me thinking about a lot of things. And I was like, immediately I felt excluded. And I was like, oh, man, like maybe I'm doing something wrong at drag shows or like, I don't know, just me. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I thought I was like kind of feeling like some type of way about it, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. it did sound like a lot of the Queens were agreeing with the Vixen on the show. So I'm like, well, shit. Like, I mean, how do you be supportive of someone without white guilt or whatever? Well, and see, that's where it came into my mind. You have to think about the whole, the whole picture, if you will, because again they're at these drag shows and the people there in this venue if they're there they're just they're supporting the queens but when i think of like the white guilt and white fragility i'm thinking about all of the think pieces about how whatever percentage of the 53 percent of white women are writing all these think pieces about how they're so sorry they voted (laughs) for trump and like all these businesses saying we're so sorry i voted for this and supported that that's what I think about as white fragility. I don't think white mm. fragility is at your drag show if they're giving you money. <laughs> right. I mean, well, I, w- I, mean, I wouldn't think so. And, like, of course they're going to, like, be clapping to enjoy it. But I think sometimes for the oppressed, we have to, like, get out of our heads and see past <laughs> that for a moment. Like, I don't, I wouldn't think that energy would be at a drag show. Right. And when, when I think of drag... I just want to go see people that entertain me regardless of their color. But when I do factor in the color, typically the black queens are more fierce (laughs) than any of the other queens. So I'm just like, I don't know, like, am I, I don't know if I'm like, if this isn't my white guilt that think that makes me think this way, or I, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, it just throws me for a loop basically. Yeah, and see, I don't know, like, somebody like the Vixen, I wouldn't take too much of these terms that she says seriously, because she clearly can't process them with anyone but herself. Yeah, well, it's like, I want to buy into her storyline, because I feel like underneath all of it, there is an important message that she wants to say, but it gets really lost in translation, and... Yeah, I I I think it's her delivery, because think about her... Um, Southside Chicago trash pride story that she told. Yeah, that was crazy. And then they showed that clip of her, like, um, dressed up like the trash or whatever. <clears throat> South Chicago trash. Yeah. You know, that's that's cool. That's powerful. That's how you need to do all of your messages. Like, not everything needs to be a throw it in their face, combative approach. Like, not everything is a battle. I told Stony yeah. that she's kind of the personification of um the black panthers back in the day because everybody was terrified of them but really you know the black panthers they were just defending themselves they were a peaceful group and they only you know they were violent if they were attacked and the vixens kind of that stereotype of what the black panther is if that makes sense that's a good point no, yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense now when you put that into the context of it. I just, I just, I don't know. 
uh it's like i know i came out very strong like strongly hating the vixen but i just feel like i forget who said it but she is kind of like that dog that gets kicked and beaten all their life and just comes at you ready to bite your hand right ready to bite the hand that feeds it sort of thing yeah so, so it's like i don't know i feel more conf- more conflicted than not than, i don't really feel hatred towards the vixen anymore like i just want to understand the vixen i think yeah, I guess I just feel like she knows that eventually she's going to have to get the help that she's avoiding. And until she does, she's going to keep going down the spiral. Right. She's really just probably got to talk to somebody. Maybe. I mean, there. I think she projects a lot of things she feels, on, you know, outward. But, and this is in like kind of like the, the, where we're at in the conversation now is is really where what really kind of like made me think well you know i think the vixen's kind of like on to something but it's not fully realized and in a few years i think she's gonna be a lot better than what she is now yeah i hope so i hope so but right now i'm not feeling too confident in that about her no <laughs> anyways we got into like a really like but it was something that i didn't understand and i wanted to understand and i was like well you know it's good to talk to people about it and and maybe i'm gonna learn something which is always a positive yeah i agree so uh where are we now so we're at judging right i think so oh we we had to mermaid elegant yep the mermaids yeah like i don't know this challenge was not my fave i have to say like didn't really like a lot of the looks Uh um so i don't know well can we talk start by talking about rue's look because her hips looked extra padded this week i noticed i wasn't really sure did you yeah i was like rue's got a little extra going this week She's got a little junk in her trunk this week. <laughs> <laughs> but her dress was really nice. I mean, it was a it was a good look. I was just like, her hips are like yeah, there. I yeah. noticed that body for sure. Absolutely. And then we can, while we're talking about looks, we cannot gloss over Mama Michelle this week. Oh, she was snatched, wasn't she? Woo! She did, was snatched. Did you see that, that eye makeup? Oh my god, her hair was very that very swoops, yes. Uh, like her her swoops like a water slide. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I was she, I mean, she always looks well put together, but this week I thought especially she was looking very good. I agree. I noticed Mama Michelle. And then they talk about being snatched. Do you think do we did we have another product placement movie uh moment with that stupid <laughs> Amy Schumer movie snatched that I didn't even see cuz I don't like Amy Schumer? Ugh, I didn't even pick up on that. They're dropping all the subtle like product placements this season like not thinking people will pick up on it, I think. Huh, well they're hiding it pretty well yeah, because I weird. missed that one. They should pick another one cuz I'm going to say it again, Amy Schumer sucks and she's not funny. <laughs> she's like the same as Melissa McCarthy who just they just make the same kind of movies just cuz people are stupid enough to go, you know, support it. And uh, it's so frustrating. I don't even know, don't know. like all the movies Amy are the Schumer. Same I don't know. I I don't know if I really disagree because like one time I went and saw like a movie of hers I forget what it was called but I actually was like I hate this <laughs> well the only I did like one Melissa Mar- yeah Ugh. I don't think I even saw that the only Melissa McCarthy movie I really liked was Tammy because it was more of a serious movie than 
a comedy. I like Tammy. I like Melissa McCarthy movies. I think they're funny. I like the one with her, her and Sandra Bullock. Um, oh, the spy one. Miami Heat or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, that was the funny. Heat. Jeez, oh, I can't. I think I, I. She's more okay by herself, but when she does like sister buddy like sisterhood movies with like large groups of girl ensemble, <laughs> I think it's like just so stupid. Uh huh. They just, everything, stop, yeah, everything's just the same. I want to stop talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Like, why are we talking about it? This, let's I move so on. Heated. I hate Amy Schumer so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next, uh, so let's kind of maybe just like quickly get through um, these these looks. The mermaids. Maybe just so, let's just say our top looks. I agree. Looks. Aquaria. Oh my god, Aquaria snatched my heart this week. Like, just everything was great from Snatch Game, and then she comes out in this, like, tarred princess, but, like, there's an icy kind of feel about it still. The it was hair, just awesome. the eyes. Oh my god, the hair was yeah. awesome. It was just high fashion. It was well thought out. The shape was right. The detail was right. Ugh. Right when they pushed her out, I was before we got to see her too close. I was like, "Oh God, she's doing Sharon Needles Mermaid." Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then you know we got to like see her fully realized concept, and I was like, "All right, girl, work." Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, she did that. Sharon Needles, right. baby. <laughs> um, what maybe I thought Ms. Cracker had a really strong mermaid look. I did too. Like when um when they were talking about it on the fashion photo review, they seemed to like kind of they hate booted it. it. Yeah, they booted it. Really? I was like, it looked cute to me. It was really well put together. I liked her little headpiece. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I did think um, that Cameron looked like a Real Housewife mermaid. I liked Cameron. That was <laughs> cute. Real Housewives of Triton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Trinity. Um, oh girl who else well i just wanted to mention about monet's mermaid look actually do you know her top was made by fifi o'hara oh really really yes girl she Did made that little know. the top scaly part oh cool i didn't Not know the that tail. <laughs> yeah that's I awesome that this week that was interesting. I mean, we have to talk about Asia's ridiculous fish monster face. Oh my gosh. So I didn't know how to feel about this, but then I thought like, you know, what would the Harry Potter mermaids look like? And I kind of bought it, but then I didn't. There was just too much going on. Honestly, I think she was just trying to make a meme. <laughs> Cause as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is going to be all over Twitter. This is going to be everywhere. Well, I guess the dress wouldn't be so bad, but I had it took me some time to like process the face. I hated it. Like really I think, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I was getting from that look was that she was mask for mask. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Yeah, that's the message I got. <laughs> I mean she did say she was a lionfish. Mm. There oh. you go, girl. Is that part of the otter family? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Kinky. Um, do, do we? I mean, I feel like we got to talk about the vixens, mermaid, or whatever. Well, if we're talking about the worst, then I mean, I guess like the shells were the just like so far far apart. It was bad. Yeah, her tits. Like, what was going on? It looked like she like was shaken up in the Barbie box or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought it looked like she put on like two parties, like kids, like party city. Oh like, yeah, they're party birthday hats. hats on her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just like she has some like orangutan like titty action going on. <laughs> Those, oh my like, god! Point all sorts of directions. <laughs> yeah, they were all over, and then the, yeah. her tail just looked kind of chunky. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't decide if I liked or hated her tail, but she would just basically came out shirtless. Yeah, and that's what um that was a note later. It's like you basically just look like a dude and Yeah, she was saying she wanted to give us full fantasy and I was like, girl, not with that boy body adi adi. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> not nope. Just nope. And then she was wearing the same wig she always does, her blue wig that's probably the only one she brought. <laughs> that is true. It's been in ro- heavy rotation. At least it was a little bit more stylized this week, but mm-hmm. girl, I don't know. It was we see just you. not good. What else? Eureka mm. was really nice. I thought the the design of her dress was really smart to make her look more slim. Yeah, I like the overall um look. I think I enjoyed her hair and makeup more. But not a bad look for Eureka. Yeah. That's how I was. Yeah. I liked her hair and like makeup, but I didn't really like the whole look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we find out that Cameron and Miss Cracker are safe. (laughs) And they're yelling Miss Vanjie. Oh, on the way out, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Miss (laughs) Vanjie. And then Michelle makes Rue laugh again. (laughs) Vanjie. Vanjie. It's the way she was was backing up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Banshee. Oh, <laughs> so everyone left are the tops and bottoms. I I felt that Monique would be a bottom as soon as she rolled out on that stage. It just did not look good. Yeah. I love Monique, but uh, ugh, just didn't do it. I thought it was mainly her hair that was not right for me. See, for me, I thought that maybe she should have had a little lighter nude for that top um top part of the look because i think mm. she was trying to make the tail blend into those um the um, bedazzled beads that went up onto the body yeah but because the okay. nude was darker like it just didn't connect i guess like a nude yeah, illusion kind of thing yeah because i couldn't tell she's trying to do nude illusion or like elegant top yeah because if she was that was a fail um, so then Rue asks who should go home tonight, and that's just a shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, that really is. Um, Eureka's honest and says she was sent home Asia because she's her biggest competition. Didn't even say the vixen's name. Yeah, she <laughs> didn't right. even come out of her mouth. Did not say the vixen's name. I just think it's ironic, you know, she's saying, oh, well, Eureka's a child because she's playing child characters and she acts like a child. And it's like, girl, you're Blue Ivy this week. <laughs> like, yeah. And you're a child, too. The vixen, girlfriend. the vixen was getting salty because all of the girls said that they would send the vixen, right? Even her home girls were like vixen. Bye. Yeah. Outside of Eureka, all of them said the vixen, right? Mm-hmm. So I think she, so. She got to really show her ass in front of Rue and the judges this week. And what have I been saying? Like this is going to get back to the judges, or it's gonna come out on its own. And the vixen yeah. just does what she does best. She's very standoffish. She doesn't want to hear what anybody's saying. She doesn't want to have a yep. breakthrough with anybody. 
it's my feelings no. are this way and that's what it is. She's so stubborn and she's trying to call Eureka unprofessional, but really she's being an unprofessional queen and like on this platform. <laughs> yeah. And Eureka, you know, is kind of sticking up for herself. Like, you know, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but like, I know, and it's like something she said before. She's like, I know I'm t- t- too much. I know I'm <laughs> too loud. Too this. Uh-huh. And it's like, I- I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. And she's just being like, really like speaking from the heart. And the vixen's just like, see, she's got to get the last word in. She's got to get the last word in. Yeah. And the vixen just made herself look dumb. <laughs> yeah. And they, you saw Michelle's eyebrow go up. It was not a good look for the vixen. And also, like, the vixen was like talking about Eureka, like saying, like, oh, well, you're saying, like, that's just my personality and, like, that's it. And, like, that's exactly what the Vixen, like, was mad about before whenever everyone was like, you need to, like, change your personality. And yeah. she was just like, that's just me, too bad. When about poking the bear. Yeah. She's like, that's yeah, who I exactly. am. It's like, okay, girl, yeah. you're saying the same shit to Eureka. Yeah. yeah, when Ms. Cracker was like, maybe you shouldn't go to 10, you know, don't go to 100 so quickly. And she was like, hard pass, hard pass. No. Yeah, yeah. The this perf- is the same thing in a different packaging from Eureka. Yeah, the the perfume the Vixen uses is called Hypocrite. Yes, hypocrisy <laughs> with the dash over it. <laughs> Three puffs before every filming. <laughs> For real, girl. Then the other thing that was kind of awkward was they throw it to Alex Trebek saying his chunky yet funky line and then Rue's like you know that's a Latrice Royale quote like like she wanted to point out that she remembered I guess that that was a Latrice Royale quote I don't know yeah I didn't know what that was was about like if they were just trying to incorporate him more (laughs) yeah well I was just like girl we know that's Latrice Royale saying like you don't have to explain it to us right you're the one that doesn't remember who's in your own damn show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just thought it was really weird that they were so odd that she made it so obvious that she that it was Latrice. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I didn't read too much into it. I just thought that they were like awkwardly trying to work him into the show more. Yeah, and then we get to the lip sync, and it's um, the Vixen versus Monique uh, and the Monique. Vixen. Yeah, and they are lip singing to like uh, "Cut to the Feeling" by Carly Rae Jepsen. I know, which is like the worst. What is Carly this song Rae doing? Trash. Yeah, what is this song doing in rotation? I don't even know. Like, what the hell? I this didn't know was. she was still working. Like, I just yeah, kept I don't either thinking like I don't know. Like, why couldn't this been the song when it was like Blair? <laughs> <laughs> you think Blair would have turned sure. this song out? Like, because like. I don't know, or who was the other one that like went home and it was like Nicki Minaj and it was like why? Oh, Dusty, Dusty Ray. Ray. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, Dusty like, would have done good in this. Like, let some white one of the white queens do the Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I know we're probably gonna get lots of hate hate now because I think the Twitter stands love Carly Rae Jepsen. So like, if you're really that mad about it, call me maybe. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> so Seth, speaking of call me maybe, so Meg Megan, she said she was like, um, oh, it's been like a couple weeks. Seth hasn't mentioned call me maybe. Call me maybe. Well, here and you I was go, like, girl. wait, do you mean call me by your name? And it was like the funniest moment. <laughs> well, I well now we're mentioning both, so. <laughs> So there you go, girl. Yeah, Megan's <laughs> our, our friend in, in Indiana, and she's very funny. Yes, yes, she is. 
Um, they are doing their lip sync. The Vixen almost barrel rolled off the runway. <laughs> I actually <laughs> like. I liked that shit. I was like, this is so cool. She looked like the fucking Chucky doll, like at that boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looked. She looked like Robbie Turner in that roller skate lip sync, <laughs> like running off the runway. <laughs> oh, and then poor Monique. She's just like twirling because she doesn't know the words. Ugh. Girl, that wig was off in like three seconds, and Rue was like so pissed. You could see it on her face. I know. I hate when the queens like snatch their hair this off. This sucks. Like, this is like when your favorite queen. This always happens to my favorite queens. Like, Valentina, she crashed had a fucking and mask on. Crashed and burned. And then Charlie just stood there like a fucking douche. Like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> And then, know, girl. and then Monique just twirls because she doesn't know the words. She was turning it out though, like she was trying. She was trying. She almost had that catastrophic cartwheel that made Carson Cressley grab his pearls. Yeah. Well, she bailed last moment because she's like, "Oh God, I'm gonna hit hit um Vixen. Vixen and drag is not a combat yeah. sport. <laughs> combat sport. sport. <laughs> whatever. Same effects. Whatever. <laughs> I like that. I better. kind of really like. I hope I can get better at like making memes and stuff because I just thought of like a hilarious like just do a bunch of memes of like Vixen barrel. Don't tell the children, girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm we do- just gotta drop those. <laughs> no. Like people are gonna steal our ideas. I want to do <laughs> yeah. like Vixen barrel rolling off of objects, like <laughs> off of Grand Canyon, <laughs> like off the Statue of Liberty, girl, like World Trade Center, like everywhere. <laughs> you could even incorporate that into the. Is she gonna jump from there? Memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Vixen barrel rolling off. <laughs> Like, like <laughs> off the tight, <laughs> off the Titanic. Oh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Or like her bail rolling, and then it's like a car driving off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, well, I we gave get away all our this. ideas. So I know. Now look on the sucks. internet to see when this surfaces. Hey, we called all the memes. You guys hear it first. We called them all, even though we didn't make them. We know they're gonna happen, and they're. Our yeah. ideas. Uh, I just love here memes. first. Memes are wags. Copyright. I'm suing everyone. <laughs> I'm suing everyone. If I see you yes. post this meme, you're getting sued. Our lawyers are going to contact you. Our people call your people. <laughs> and by your people, we mean our people are going to call your moms. Until uh, taken down. <laughs> not the moms. <laughs> you're fucked. And you're going to get put in timeout. <laughs> Shit, you're going to get an ass whooping. Ouch. Yeah, girl. I think that was probably one of the the biggest disappointing lip syncs, though. That was yeah, probably the biggest and I, disappointment. And I mean, clearly Monique goes home just because the performance aspect wasn't there. I am bitter because Vixen's getting yet another chance to be an idiot on TV. She doesn't deserve. I thought <laughs> the Asia should have been in the bottom. That was the first phase crack of the century. Oh, you I thought she should have been in the Wait, bottom who? this week? Asia. Asia. No. I don't think you're wrong. She was I poor actually in the snatch game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, on. The, I was kind of on the fence with her because, in some ways, I thought, um, I thought Asia's look was better than Monique's look, mm-hmm. but I felt like uh, Asia did way worse in snatch game. At least, I don't know. Monique actually did 
like she didn't do great, but she had some funny moments. I felt like yeah, we said I said yeah. that earlier too. Like I thought that Monique was gonna get lucky, and then it was gonna be Vixen and Asia just because of Snatch Game alone. But um, Monique's right. look didn't save her. Mm-mm. I think if Monique's look were a little stronger, it could have been Asia and Vixen in the bottom. Yeah. I mean, Asia's been so strong so far, so maybe that's what kept her here. Yeah, that's true. She has a stronger but, body of work. Yeah. Because, I mean, Monique, when we think about it, she's either been safer in the bottom this whole season. Mm-hmm. So, like, where Asia's always been safer in the top. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, girl. Bye, Monique. America loves you. I know. I can't wait to see you in person. I think we're going to buy tickets for her yeah. show. Yeah, she's coming, I think, like... Mo- is she memorial, memorial day weekend. weekday weekend yeah in indy Ooh, girl it's monique and miss cracker awesome. yeah actually. monique and miss cracker oh, wow. we're gonna get tickets and go that's gonna be a great show america and that's a fact yeah you want to know why because facts, facts are facts facts, <laughs> facts are facts <laughs> oh, we'll, get I, some, we'll be sure to get some sound bites for like sure. i think i could listen yes. to monique read the phone book to me it's like something about her voice is just so soothing. Like I just want to lay down and listen to Monique, like just read the phone book, girl. She's just like <laughs> your favorite auntie. I want her to narrate my life. <laughs> <laughs> we can just have like a documentary of how this podcast. Mo- oh, here you go. Could be Monique narrating. What if Monique did the audio book for "Call Me by Your Name"? Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> do, if you, you can steal that idea with no copyright infringement, Monique. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to start my own audiobook company where it's just drag queens reading books to people. You're just going to come up. You're oh, going to yeah. just call Monique first. <laughs> Just come oh, in my house, yeah. girl, record, like, you reading Harry Potter series. <laughs> Here's Fifty Shades Hell of Grey. Yeah. And, girl, <laughs> you would not believe what Voldemort had to say. <laughs> <laughs> he said about a cadabra. <laughs> I mean, the bitch is stunning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when is this happening? <laughs> ah, we're like Let's do it. We're like speaking it into existence. <laughs> yeah, girl. Cool. I think I think we're gonna start our intro. Hello, America. Thanks for coming from now on, just in support of Monique. <laughs> we should. <laughs> uh, Monique. Hello, America. We love you, Monique. <laughs> it's not gonna be the same without Monique on the show. It's gonna be a little less. A little less heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always feel like, I don't know. She's just that personality where she's just kind of like, I, you know, I'm going to teach you something today. And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So yeah, we will miss her. Yeah. I'm really sad. I'm not going to get any more lessons from Monique every week. So. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, now that we're like basically halfway through the season, who are your front runners for the crown? I think, um, I think honestly, I think Eureka's starting to get the winner's edit. I'm not saying necessarily she's the one I want to win. I wouldn't mind uh-huh. if she won. Yeah. My um, top two, I think, right now would be Aquaria and Eureka. Just based off That's of performance. That's how I am. 
I'm Eureka. Um, yeah. Yeah, Eureka and also Asia. I yeah. think Asia is kind of like on the outside. Like she had a bad week this time, but she's been doing well. So. Yeah, it, it could be like Asia, uh, Aquaria, and Eureka in the top three. Yeah, I could see that too, maybe. I really think Eureka's going to win because I noticed like even how she tweets within the past couple different has changed a little bit. Uh-huh. And now she's getting this like crazy winner's edit and she's like, you know, tweeting as if she's a winner, basically. Hmm. I guess I didn't think about that. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. She's like on this bit. She's won three challenges in a row. Yeah, she's on a roll. That's true. Yeah, she's been killing it for sure. Is that this week's episode? I think that's it, girl. We did it. (laughs) Well, all right, America. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.